Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy Award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey, that is so, I love that music. So as the song said, or the intro said, I'm Pam Perry, but I have a guest today who is a biz strategist, a business strategist, and also a person who is a good friend of mine. We've known each other online for a while. We have something in common that we love helping Christian women get out there. So her name is Beverly Walthorn, Walther, Walther. Okay, why, why don't you say that right? She's an award-winning multi-six-figure business strategist, speaker, author, trainer, and consultant. So you know why I love her. She also has a media personality as well. She's a CEO of BCW Business Ventures, TV and radio host in out of ATL. And she's the first African-American woman with her own business radio morning show. Okay, did you say that? She was actually the first business radio morning show. Her shows are seen and heard across the globe. She's the first African-American female to have a business morning radio show. So I am so excited to have her here today. Really what she does is she coaches Christian women, uh, coaches to use her 5P framework, which we'll talk about today, and to help them be financially successful without compromising their Christian values. She helps them generate thirty dollars to $50,000 within 90 days, and she works with her clients one-on-one groups and in live workshops. You can read more about her and learn more about her. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at beverlywathour.com. So you can you can go there and, and find it. But what I want to do, Beverly, before I even start is really what we talked about before we kind of got the show going was that if you're a Christian, you believe in God, believe in the Lord, believe on Jesus Christ, we're in this the season of Advent, that it's okay to market. It's okay to put yourself out there. It's okay to uh, do PR. It's 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 not it's it's you're not going to be looked upon like, oh, she's not humble. No, we we have things that we want to share. So before we get started, I want to read the quote um, from uh, Coach Carter. And Coach Carter had a quote called Our Deepest Fear. Not really sure who it's from or who really said it, but I want to read it because it really does summarize what we're going to be talking about today besides your your, um, 5P uh, system. But it talks about our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. So we're talking about fear here while people don't put themselves out there. You got to get out there. You got to get out there and get known. And we, and the quote goes on to say, it is our light, not our darkness that frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant? Who am I to be gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small doesn't serve the world. That part I really, really love. Uh, my husband said, why don't you memorize that? I said, because I don't want to mess up these folks' quotes. Right? <laughs> but there's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. 
oh, I just get chills when I say that. It is not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we consciously give other people permission to do the same. We are liberated from our own fear and our presence automatically liberates others. So we're talking about getting out there and getting known because that's why. That is that is the reason why. And I want you to, you know, you've been seen in different magazines and different radio shows. You, you know, I'm sure when you started your radio show, people were saying like, who was she to be here on her own radio show? Who she thinks she is? So kind of tell us your whole, I guess you would say, perception about getting out there, getting known and um, really putting the PR behind muscle behind your, your business. And it's actually, you know, very exactly what you said with that, with that poem, because I go back to Matthew when it talks about, we were called to be the light. Yes. And so for me, you know, and it goes on to say, you know, you don't take a a lamp and put it under a bowl. And so we were designed to shine. And so when that, yes. And I'm like, when that scripture got in my spirit, I'm like, it, it reminded me that it's not about me. And so anytime I say, I don't want to do this, and da, 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 but just like we said, we know that, you know, it's all about God getting the glory and what it is that we do. So if I'm able to have either a platform where I can feature other people so that they can then let people know, hey, this is the problem that I solve. So, you know, as an entrepreneur, letting them know, hey, I have a, this is the problem I solve. Do you need support with that? That's one. And then two, even for myself, being able to get out there and say, hey, this is the problem that I help my clients solve. Is this something that you need support with? So just knowing that being able to have these platforms and use these platforms to further the kingdom. And that was the part for me when I, I was literally saying, it's not about you, Beth. And, you know, I was a little shocked and somebody like, what? It's really not about me. But, you know, it, it, but it's not, though. And so that part there is what kind of drives me. That's what keeps me going. And that's the same thing that I talk to my clients about. The more people that you're able to let know how you can support them, the better off those people are. And so whether or not they take you up on the offer, that's a different story. But it is you are. I feel like you are obligated to let people know you know, yeah. how you can support them. And we talked about this earlier. I do, you know, and I know they call me the toe stepper sometimes. I'm like, oh, I'm okay with that title. Uh, but I do think it can be selfish if you don't let people know how mm-hmm. you may be able to support them. So definitely, you know, leveraging these opportunities is key. So in terms of your platforms, you're on mm-hmm. Facebook, you're on Twitter. You know, when I started 20 years ago and I was trying to get ministers and things like that to get on social media, they fought me tooth and nail. <laughs> They just thought it was like demonic mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Facebook. And, and at that time it was like MySpace. It was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I said, well, how are people going to know? Exactly. Okay. If it, if that, we've got to go where the people are. If you want to share your information. So what are your exactly. favorite ways to really market and promote yourself to get out there and get known? Cause you have a, a email list and a following. Mm-hmm. Give me an explanation of how many people are on your I guess you say on your platform in terms of, you don't have to say individually, like maybe total on your list and, and that's how long you've been in business so that people will say, well, I don't, I don't have that many. Yeah, I'm probably, and this is maybe about 30,000, somewhere around there. Um, mm-hmm. That's probably on the low end in, in total with everything. Um, and so it's really and truly about showing up, being mm-hmm. consistent. Uh, knowing, yeah, knowing that you have a message out there, knowing that you were called to serve. 
And so I actually said that comment to someone the other day, you know, yeah, you know, they say, I actually, I was interviewing with someone on my TV show. And so I said, you know, yeah, you know, sometimes as believers, they have this thought that the, that social media is the devil and stuff like that. And I'm like, it's all in how you use it. It's all yeah. in how you leverage it. And now with things that are currently going on, like we are, a lot of us are now forced to be online. And so for a lot of us, this wasn't a huge transition, but for some people it is. And so it's like, how do you leverage this thing where now you legit are global? You have an opportunity to speak your message to someone that's clear across the globe. How powerful is that? <laughs> the thing that I always love about you, Beverly, is that you were consistent. You are consistent. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember getting your emails years ago. They were always intriguing. They were thoughtful. They weren't like thrown together. Uh, you always blogged, mm -hmm. uh, podcasts. So I heard your voice before we actually met. It's like mm -hmm. when we finally did connect or talk one-on-one, -on -one, it felt like mm -hmm. I knew you. And so the first rule of any business is that people buy from people they know, like, and trust. I would trust someone that blogs like maybe six months ago, then mm -hmm. they come back, then they blog maybe another three months. I mean, I don't trust that. It's like, oh, they're not consistent. Or they're, mm -hmm. true. they're like from 2012 and this is 2012. And they can't even keep up yes. with the tweets. Yes. So, it has that impression. And then mm -hmm. in terms of some of the media that you've been featured in, can you give me a story about how one came about or or how they uh, how you decided to go after the particular one that you were showing up in? So I, I feel like a lot of it goes back to exactly what you were saying as far as being consistent and showing up. And so for opportunities in which they sought me out, it was because of that consistency. Just like you said, I can't show up, you know, once every six months and expect people to trust in what it is that I do. So, you know, really and truly showing up consistently and being authentic with who I am. And I think that's another key piece because you will attract your community that way. I see a lot of times people try to you know, mimic other people, but I'm like, no, be yourself. And those people that you were called to serve, like that, your voice, your you being authentic will be what attracts them to you. Mm -hmm. So me, you know, showing up, and I always tell people flaws and all, like my, my community, you know, I'm very transparent. When things are really good, I'm sharing it. When it's like, what is this hot mess going on? You know, sharing that as well. So I really feel like, you know, me showing up consistently, being authentic to who I am is what attracts a lot of those opportunities. Mm -hmm. That's one. Um, and, you know, I, I think for a lot of us, if everything was inbound, you know, we would just love it and everything is just coming to us. But there are opportunities where you have to go out. Yes. And so I always say to people and people are like, damn, you shouldn't say that. But I think about Jesus in the sense of Jesus. Jesus did not stay in one spot and just expect everyone to come to him. Jesus <laughs> went out, took the good news out to people. And Thank so you. it's the same thing. Like I have to go out. And so even if I see an opportunity and I'm like, you know what? I really feel like, you know, getting this message out in front of their audience will benefit their audience. So I'm going to reach out to them. <laughs> Yeah. To let them know that I'm interested and this is how I feel like it would benefit their audience. So there are opportunities where I go out after that opportunity because I really feel like it would be a benefit to their audience to hear more of what I have to say. So it's, a, it's definitely a two way street. <laughs> you have you have to pitch. You have mm -hmm. to. I would say you, yes. you want to if you want to play in the game, you got to pitch the ball and then exactly. then you hit. Okay. <laughs> You ain't gonna get no hits. So you yes. have to pitch. And so all the pitches is really just saying who you are, who you mm -hmm. serve, 
what it is that you do and why it would benefit their audience. Exactly. And so if you were in a online publication, if you were on someone's podcast, you have to pitch. If you are um, the black newspaper in your town, I think mm-hmm. you have two. You have the Atlanta Star and the Atlanta, um, oh my goodness, I can't think of it. Not the Atlanta Star, but it's the other black newspaper, um, not the Tribune, because that's your that's your daily. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's some um, black newspapers there. There are some black business magazines as well. Yeah. Um, I can't think of that name in particular, but her the the publisher's name I think is Pat. Is her name? Yes. Yes. Um, uh. Yeah, so, right, so yeah, you're right. Now like, it's on the tip of my tongue. Like, <laughs> I've got like millions of media people in my head, but there's certain ones that I know mm-hmm. that are consistent. And mm-hmm. um, obviously, you have a lot of black radio stations. Obviously, that's where you had your mm-hmm. business. What, mm-hmm. what station was your business uh, show on? Your business. So it was when I initially started. So it's a talk radio station. It's ninety nine point one. Okay. And um, so when I initially started in radio, I did this four-hour-long morning show for business. So it was I was the first oh. African American woman to have a business morning show. That's um, a yeah, it, yeah. It, was, it was a four-hour. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of content. So okay, so let me stop you right there. So the whole four hours, you weren't talking. Correct. So a lot of that, it just depended upon, you know, I was, I had some uh, creative license. And so Mm -hmm. a lot of it was interview. Um, There was, you know, there was some music that played too, but, and that was actually goes back to what you were saying earlier about being able, me being able to leverage my platform to feature other people. Mm -hmm. So when that opportunity was presented to me to do both the TV and the radio, one of the first things I said, I said, okay, God, if this is what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, show me how I can use this one to bring you glory. That's that's always the first thing. And then two, how can I use this to allow others to be able to talk about how they serve other people? Mm-hmm. And so even with that radio show, you know, it was amazing. Like there were interviews. I did coaching as well. So I was able to coach people, you know, on a particular problem, you know, being able to provide tips and strategies and resources. So it was really just a, a plethora of just information when it comes to being an entrepreneur and how to navigate these entrepreneurial streets, as we say. <laughs> so you have four hours of airtime mm-hmm. to fill. Mm-hmm. You can only talk for so long, right? Because yes. I need to make the show a little bit interesting for four hours. So <laughs> at some point, I always tell people that the the host or the producer needs you mm-hmm. for hours. Some mm-hmm. have four hours they have to fill every day. Yes. Some are four hours every week, but whatever it is, you can do a segment of 15 minutes, but yes. they will never know that you're there if you don't pitch yourself to them because now you're solving their problem because now it's like, whew. Thank I you. Yes. I got a good guest that can speak that I don't have to prep so hard for. Then mm-hmm. I, there's nothing worse than really having a guest that doesn't really speak a lot. I heard I heard a podcast the other day and it was uh, how how they built this. Mm-hmm. It was a really difficult interview because the person they were interviewing, he, he went on the past. It was a guy that owned. Um, oh, my goodness. It was a shoe company, Zappos. He Zappos. Mm-hmm. And yes. he was so shy. It was just part of his culture, just very mm-hmm. to be very but it was hard to get the interview going because he was not really, he would just say one word answer. And yep. was, okay, let's let's get a little bit more. But that was part of his culture because he was mm-hmm. very, very, very humble and very mm-hmm. um he was Asian descent and he mm-hmm. he really just their culture was like, I don't talk a lot. Even he's saying this company mm-hmm. he doesn't talk a lot, he empowers others. Mm-hmm. So 
So, but if you are a guest, especially if you're a speaker or an author, you're going to have something to say and yes. you have to say it. And yes. that's what I'm trying to get people to understand. In order to get out there and get known, people have to know what it is that you're bringing to the table mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then pitch it. Beverly, did you like people maybe to pitch you in terms of like an entire segment or do they say, oh, I got a book, here it is. So kind of what, you know, then you got to figure out like, well, what do you, okay, I know you got a book, but how is this going to fit in? So do exactly. you write the show out or? Yeah. So it's really and truly, just like you said, when they come and pitch a segment, um, it, it does make it easier because then I'm able to see, okay, yep, this is, and usually they'll come and say, you know, they'll talk about how it will benefit my audience. And just like you said, this now allows for me to have space, you know, be able to fill the space, knowing that the people that are listening will benefit from it as well. Yeah. So to me, it is a win-win, that synergy thing is a win-win on both sides type of thing you know, when it's presented that way versus someone that just says, hey, I have a book. And I'm like, OK, OK, that's it. That's all you have, uh, because I've had those difficult interviews as well. Where I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's like pulling teeth to get about, you know, uh, you know, the, to get the conversation going. So usually those people that come prepared like that, those uh, interviews are the best because, you know, they know and they come from that perspective of wanting to be able to, hey, this is something that I know that would benefit your audience type of thing. So those are always the really cool interviews to do. Yeah. <laughs> and I try, to, I try to teach people that that's really what they need to do. They need mm -hmm. to do the whole bundle. So it is an individualized pitch. It's not like I click, check, one size fits all. Exactly. Okay, I've got a book. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. Put me on your show. Everybody gets the same thing. No, you need to really work it. And that's exactly. where it really does help. So Beverly, really quick. So you do amazing work as a business strategist. And we kind of said this before we started the show. So PR is a part of marketing. Marketing mm -hmm. is a critical part of business. If you don't have marketing, you don't have a business. And PR helps with your marketing. So mm -hmm. In terms of what you do for people, explain to them just briefly your five P, I love P's, uh, framework <laughs> to help them become financially successful without uh, compromising their Christian values. So I really want to know about your, your five P framework. My P's, just so that you know. There we go. Yes. Just for you <laughs> Obviously, it's, it's, it's partnering is number one. I love mm -hmm. doing my first book was called Synergy Energy. Uh, yes. promotion, obviously publicity, mm -hmm. that's number two. Mm -hmm. Publishing is really, 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 really key. Uh, I think that's probably more so than anything. Platform, you mm -hmm. need to have a, a platform. And the other P is um, positioning. Okay, yeah. how are you positioned? How are you showing up in the market? What does your brand look like? Positioning. Yeah. So your position, the reason why I found you is because you're positioned in the market, in the Christian market, which is where mm -hmm. I, I tend to, to be in that space. A lot of my clients are believers, either they're Christian mm -hmm. speakers, authors or ministries and that sort of thing. So those are my piece. So tell me your piece. Yeah, my piece is very similar. My first one is partner with God. Yeah. Um, that's the biggest thing, um, because my people, their faith is so important to them. And so, you know, being in the online space is very interesting. That's the word I like to use. And so, you know, there's a lot of things out there. So a lot of people will say, well, Beb, especially they're like, well, Beb, what if I don't serve other Christians? Like, how do I partner with God? How do I, you know, make sure that I have God, you know, I'm in alignment and all that stuff. So we really talk about things that they can do to make sure that they're partnering with God. And, you know, it's not just, hey, God, good morning. And then you take off and go on about your day. But how do you incorporate him in your business throughout 
your day throughout everything, whether or not it's, hey guys, should I do this podcast interview? Like even down to that, should I do a podcast interview? Should I take this person on as a client? So, you know, those types of things. So partnering with God, um, positioning your genius, package your genius, price your genius, and promote your genius. Those are my five keys. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Those are, because packaging is everything. Packaging yes. is everything. You can be the smartest person in the room, mm -hmm. but if it's not packaged well, no one's going to buy it. It's exactly. like going to a restaurant and, um, the, you know, the presentation <laughs> of food is everything. Mm -hmm. so you can go mm -hmm. to a nice fancy restaurant and then they slap it on some wax paper. Thank you. <laughs> like, oh, here you go. And it's like, this is nasty. But then it's like, no. I just mm -hmm. package it different. It tastes more delicious. Exactly. So packaging has a lot to do with it because you have to appeal to all of the senses. You know, yes. sight. Right now, I have a candle going. This a citrus candle, and that affects the senses. You know, yes. so sight, smell, touch, all all of that. Oh, That's man. why this pandemic is really uh, uh, hard for a lot of people because the one mm -hmm. thing that we can't do is touch. Touch. You know, mm -hmm. that is. Mm -hmm. When you see people and you want to hug them and you just let do the elbow or whatever. Exactly. That's, yes. That's, yep. that's one part of element that we, we have missing. We have Zoom and, mm -hmm. and that I do the video podcast, but it's nothing like if we were sitting in the TV studio and we were talking, that would be that would be the ideal place. Exactly. So I like all of that. And so when people, if they were to contact you, how would they go about um, engaging with you to um, help it increase their revenues? Because that's really why they're in business. They're, yes. they're, they're, they're there for a mission. But mm -hmm. if it doesn't make money, I say they're just to have a, a really expensive hobby. hobby. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times I tell people when they when they say, I had, God gave me this book or whatever. I said, well, what's the market for the book? How are you going to sell mm -hmm. it? Oh, God's going to sell it. I said, well, not necessarily. He told you to write it, but it's up to you to figure out how to sell it. Exactly. So, you can write in a journal and, and you'll be good. Okay. Look. And, and, uh, and then it's just journaling. But if you, <laughs> if you have a book, it has to sell. It's part of marketing. You have mm -hmm. to market the book. And so a lot of people, I, I just really want, especially those that are Christian authors and speakers, mm -hmm. to understand that it is a business, even church. Mm -hmm. I mean, church mm -hmm. marketing strategy, they have a business yep. plan. They have to go to probably the bank in order to get a mm -hmm. a mortgage mm -hmm. for the church. And then they want to know a little bit more about, okay, exactly. well, how is the church going to sustain itself? Exactly. The business plan. And the preacher or the pastor can't say, oh, well, we're just going to believe God. The bank is yeah. going to let God write the check, okay? We have people we have to answer to at the bank. Mm -hmm. Thank you. We, we deal with it in a practical and a spiritual way. So mm -hmm. the practical way is really what you tell people to do through your five exactly. P's. So exactly. how, how would someone engage with you or what some of the first things that, that they, they would do? Yeah, and actually, it's, it's very funny that you mentioned what you say to the authors, you know, well, hey, if you wanted to write, just write in a journal. It's the same thing that I tell my people when it comes to starting a business. I'm like, God knows the definition of a business, and he knows a business is designed to make money. If he did not want you to make money in a business, he would have told you to go volunteer somewhere. He would have told you to start a business. <laughs> that is good. That is so, so true. that type of thing. And so... You know, even interacting and engage with me, um, as we talked about, like platforms, I love social media, you know, the TV and radio, I love to talk. So, you know, you'll find me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, you know, I'm on those spaces. Are you in Clubhouse? Yeah, look, okay, first of all, I phone people. I am a joy girl. So therefore, I, I we don't have the app. 
We can't. We can't get in yet. <laughs> oh, okay. I, have, I didn't realize that, Beverly. I didn't realize it was iPhone. just. I didn't know it was just a um a iPhone app right now. It's an iPhone app right now. I have an iPad, so I'm like, well, shoot. Let me go and log in on my iPad. My iPad won't update to version 13, so yeah. right now I'm at like 12.49 or something crazy. I said, oh, okay, I got you. Okay, guys, I'm not supposed to be on Clubhouse right now, so no, I'm not on Clubhouse yet. I'm waiting though. <laughs> You would love it if you love the talk. It's like yes. all day podcasting. It's like yes. you could go from room to room to podcast to podcast, and it's like wow. <sighs> okay. Yes. Me, I'm actually doing a, a clubhouse tomorrow um, mm-hmm. in, in someone's room, the greatness room, mm-hmm. and, um, and and they said, "Well, you want to go for an hour?" I said. Yeah, he says. Well, no, some of these things go for three hours. I said, Oh no, no, we won't be doing oh, that. Oh, okay. Woo, okay. <laughs> not be doing that. <laughs> like no, no, no. I'll stick to the hour. <laughs> yeah, an hour is enough. An hour yes. is enough. So, but wow. the Clubhouse app, just just so that you know, my favorite platform, uh, Beverly, is LinkedIn. I like mm-hmm. LinkedIn because I can find more authenticity here. Mm-hmm. I guess. Say mm-hmm. business minded, I guess because everyone's resume is there, and I know that they can't uh, embellish mm-hmm. on their resume. I mean, they mm-hmm. could, but for the most part, people aren't going to lie on their resume. Exactly. So I really find that I can find more uh, realness about someone. Mm-hmm. Says, oh, I'm I'm doing this and doing that, and I look at their resume. It's like you know what they they're like a file clerk at the uh, the corner store. They they really aren't a Six figure because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the resume would tell it. That's that's yes. one yep. of the reasons why. Besides, the people are are a lot more. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, mm-hmm. yes. But yeah, like I said, I love social media. Um, just an amazing way to leverage the skill set, being able to connect with people, being able to show people how I can support them, type of thing. So social media, absolutely amazing. That's a a, a great way to be able to connect you know, to have those conversations, uh, building communities. You know, uh, I do have a Facebook group. So just another place for Christian coaches to come together and just share and collaborate, learn and all that good stuff. You know, so being able to build community, because you mentioned earlier right now, I feel like community is huge right now and being connected with other people. Just like you said, because we can't physically touch people right now. you know, just being able to be in community and connect with one another, I think is a, a huge thing. Um, and, you know, it's just another way for even people to be able to connect with me and, and kind of, you know, know me. Yes, they see me as Bev, the business strategist, you know, but they saw Bev the other day burn up her cookies. And I'm like, y'all, I tried. I tried. I tried to make these cookies. And now somebody was like, Bev, these look like fried salmon patties. I said, what you're not going to do is talk about my cooking skills. <laughs> So just let me being, put it out there because I wouldn't even put mine out there. Look, like, I, look, I'm like, y'all, I tried. I tried. I tried. And look at what happened to my cookies. <laughs> the thing about cooking, and I will say this, it, it, you have to have a focus for one thing. So I just find that the time management with the cooking thing is mm-hmm. a problem for me. Sometimes if it takes longer to cook something than it does to eat it, I don't really put that math together. Like Thanksgiving takes two days. Sit down and eat it in 15 minutes. I'm like, really? I said, well, just buy something and we'll eat it in 15. I mean, you know, so anyway, that's that's my thing. I've always been like that. And, 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 and in terms of, of, of cooking, so I'll put something on in the oven, like a, I don't know, some kind of something that has to be in the oven. And I just 
can find something else to do in that time. And then I forget. I'm not like you. And then it burns. So it's like, oh, my God, I got to sit here and babysit this all yes. the time. And, and, and people say, well, you've been married 25 years. Don't you cook? I said, but if it takes longer than 20 minutes for me to cook it, I probably, it's, that's what we that's what we're working with here. If it's longer than 20 minutes, we probably haven't eaten at, at home. Hey, look, there we go. I love it. <laughs> okay, I get that 20 minutes from start to finish from That's to the stove to the table. It's not gonna get done. So anyway, so I just love I love talking with you. We are we are but we do have to show people how to use social media, how to be authentic, mm-hmm. how to to use it as an extension of your communication. So exactly. obviously the best way to communicate if you're a speaker is in front of someone on the platform mm-hmm. stage. Mm-hmm. Then, then now speakers had to learn how to speak virtually from their own home and how to really feel comfortable in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. And then they have to have the right internet and they have to have the right sound. You got to have the earbuds. I mean, it's just a whole yeah. lighting. You know, ladies, we got to put on makeup, you know. So men don't have to do all that, right? You know, Correct. They just show up like, look, okay. yeah. but, you know, at a certain point, it's like, you know, be authentic, but I'm not going to show up with like my head wrap on, you know, mm-hmm, so that, exactly. that, that may be like a little bit too much TMI. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now I've seen a lot of comedians with the head wraps and, yes. the, you know, the, and the bonnets and all that good stuff. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. That has a whole lady getting paid on Instagram yes. with bonnets. Uh, the bonnet chronicles or something yes. like that. Yes, 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 yes. That's smart. Yes. <laughs> People like, can hey. anything, Beverly. And that, that's the cool part. And that's the thing, you know, you literally have the world at your fingertips. How can you utilize that? How can you monetize that type of thing? Like, it's really cool. <laughs> I, I love the fact that you're helping coaches, Christian coaches, to really uh, generate the money because mm-hmm. if someone can generate money. So say, for instance, an entrepreneur says, you know, I really, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I'm going to make face mask now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the face masks are really cool. Maybe it's Afrocentric face masks and those are the things, or maybe it's a plastic or mm-hmm. you know, people are coming up with innovative ideas, innovation, innovative things to do something, but they need a framework in order mm-hmm. to, to monetize it. And that's yeah. what I like that you help people do. They take the, their ideas out of their mm-hmm. head, out of their head. Yep. God downloaded an idea, put mm-hmm. it in their head. And now they're like, okay, now what do I do? Exactly. Or how do I how do I pull it together? And that's when they come to you. Yes. Yep. And once they come to you and they get their business plan together, they need to come to me to actually figure out, okay, well, how do I get out yes. there more into yes. radio, TV, print, magazines, podcasts? Exactly. There's so many different outlets, but finding the right one for you. Exactly. Right one for you, because you can do a series of podcast tours. Mm-hmm. But if you have a, what I call sometimes maybe um, an annoying voice, or you get nervous and you say, mm-hmm. maybe podcasting isn't for you, but you're yeah. an excellent writer. So yeah. maybe you do a blog tour, right. a lot yep. of online magazines and write a lot of articles, yeah. or maybe you just have a really great TV presence. So you need to get in front of as much zoom camera as you can, but you've got to find the right one for you. Exactly. And, exactly. And, I, and I think people don't realize that I've got to get on everything. No, get on the one that's the most comfortable. Because if I say to one of my clients, you need to do a IG live and a Facebook live every day. Well, they don't want to do that because they don't Mm -hmm. like television. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I need you to write five articles and submit them to the Huffington Post or whatever, whatever. They can knock those out. Exactly like that. Yes, yes. And yes. the whole point of it is to get traffic to mm-hmm. your site to convert. Exactly. Exactly. 
Mm-hmm. And that that part right there, just like you said, I help them get it, get the ideas out of their head onto paper and then we implement. That's been the biggest piece um, with my people is the implementation part. We consume a lot of information. And if you're not careful, you will spend your time just consuming, consuming, consuming. Mm-hmm. A lot of them have this thought that, OK, let me just double check to make sure that what they they've been doing all these years. I just want to double check and make sure that I'm right. So they'll take a course, you know, consume this information. And then they're like, okay, well, okay, I know they said this, but let me go over here and go do this and just make sure now I'm a triple check, the, the, you know, so that type of thing. So really getting them in that space of implementation. You yeah. know, I go back to the scripture, faith without works is dead. That's so we want to make sure that we Yes. Well, yes. That's one yes. of my favorite, favorite scriptures besides faith that works is dead, but also to my people are destroyed by lack of knowledge. So I said, well, you have to figure things out. You have mm-hmm. to, you have to figure it out because what will happen? You'll be destroyed by lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. The devil yes. can come beat you up. The devil's going to get you, whatever. It's the knowledge. You just have exactly. to exactly. You have to exactly. Yep. And wisdom, wisdom is a principal thing. It's another one, but mm-hmm. that's the whole point of really activating it—that's so important. Yes. Activating that yes. information that you have, which is really what wisdom is. Mm-hmm. Applied knowledge. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly it. <laughs> you got, you're not applying it, so it's like if you're not applying it. What are you, you doing? Apply. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. That is it. <laughs> So Beverly, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, get out there and get known. I want people to go to your website, Beverly Walthour. Um, what will they get when they go there? Is there some kind of a, um, a ebook or? Yes. So or- my my six figure framework is when they land on my page, they'll see they can access my fix, uh, six figure framework for Christian female coaches. Yeah. So that's on my website. Um, like I said, you know, I'm all over social media. They can email me at Beverly at beverlywathour.com. You know, like I said, you can find me all over social media at Beverly Walthour. Like I'm as consistent as I possibly can be. <laughs> so and you know, have a cool name because no one yeah. else has that name. So yeah. exactly, yes, yes. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, hey, just go out there, type in my name, it will pull up everything. <laughs> oh, good. good. Well, we are going to do that. But thank you so much for joining us because, like you said, you have your tribe. You are getting out there. You're getting known, but to the right people that need yes. need you, you're the answer to someone's prayer. So I just appreciate you. Stay consistent. Stay safe. And I will talk with you soon. Thank you so much. I'm Pam Perry and I am out. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, PamPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.